0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to the Icy Old People podcast. I'm Dr. Bruce, your host. Today is March 31st, 2020, arguably the worst month in the history of modern time, Um, at least in my modern time, in my 60 years on earth. I certainly could not have expected when March began that it would be in this situation on March 31st. We've had five Tuesdays, we've had five podcasts in March and every one of them has become more and more uh, somber and more and more serious. I want to welcome everyone back. Uh, All of my listeners from Maryland, Kansas, Idaho, Virginia, my listeners in Ontario and my listeners from France were back. So thank you for listening. You've been regular, you've been listening. I want to speak a little bit about Uh, The main topic I've talked about for the last few weeks, of course, how could you avoid that topic, but I wanted to talk just a little bit about uh, why I started this podcast and why I'm doing it still to this day. I started the I See Old People podcast, uh, the idea of it started about a year ago. I was going to a hockey game in a local community at a, 2 in the afternoon on a Sunday afternoon in the middle of the winter about a year, year and a half ago. put down my $12 for my, the admission to the game. It was a junior hockey game. It was $12 for admission. It was a playoff game, I believe. The woman handed me back uh, the toonie and then handed me another toonie back and only charged me $8 without even asking me if I was a senior she just gave me the senior rate and then before that uh, there were a couple of times where people would ask me uh, do you have a senior card and then other people would ask me if I was over 65 well I was only 58 at the time when all of this was going on so it started to really make me think that although I feel young I when I look in the mirror when i think about myself as a person i think of this young vital person and then i realized that people around me were starting to see me differently and that was the seed that was the idea of the i see old people podcast but there was a second reason that i started the podcast i had uh, i've quit drinking i quit drinking about 4 almost 500 days ago uh, just under 500 days ago so it was at the end of november of 2018 And I went to meetings for quite a while, um, uh, AA meetings for quite a while, but I found that the AA meetings were really just not for me. They weren't right okay I wanted to do something else but I still wanted some kind of a support group and I thought that the I See Old people podcast would be a great way to keep me honest let me talk about some of these issues surrounding drinking and then maybe uh, as a group we, with feedback and with uh, conversations we could somehow um, talk about this this very important topic that, that affects a lot of people anyway I want to say that I have had a relapse I had a relapse over this uh, confinement over the month of March it was last friday it went as typically as you would have expected a relapse to go i hadn't had a drink since i was in halifax in september so uh, six past five months had passed since i had my last relapse Uh, this is typical of what you would expect from somebody who has a drinking problem i drank too much i didn't eat enough i went to bed without knowing uh, the day or the time or or even where i was i woke up in the morning with a splitting headache now here's the part that i'm proud of if you can be proud of being an idiot uh i was wrong the relapse wasn't wrong wasn't right i didn't I, i didn't feel good about it but at the end of the day that was last friday um not, not just Friday that just passed. It was the Friday before that. I had actually done one podcast since then. I just hadn't had the guts to talk about it because I wasn't sure what would happen. But what happened was really, really positive is that I didn't drink again. I had that one relapse and I didn't drink again. And that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. Because when you relapse and the next day when you have that awful headache and you pick up the drink again to try to get rid of the headache... You've just entered back into the cycle that got you there in the first place. There's a reason I quit drinking, and uh, it reinforced it once again. So I'm not going to say I'm never going to have another relapse, but I'm going to learn from these relapses. I'm going to become a better person, and uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just human. Uh, I'm uh, like everybody else. I'm suffering during this situation, and um, I'm trying not to be too hard on myself is, is I guess, the bottom line. Is that a relapse happened I learned from it I didn't continue to drink and I feel good about that and I'm not going to beat myself up over it anymore the last time in Halifax, I beat myself up for two two months and uh, I just refuse to do that anymore. Uh, there's enough pressure on me here. There's enough pressure on my business on my family uh, on my mental capacity as it is to add alcohol into it would be a, a, a huge mistake and uh Pray with me that uh, I, I can have the strength to, uh, to resist a, another relapse. Uh, it's, not, it's not fun to be in this situation. It's not fun to have an addiction. Uh, it's a difficult situation all around. And uh, thank you for listening to me. and Thank you for supporting me in this. You are my support group. If I wanted to go to an AA meeting, which I really thought about many, many times over the last month, uh, because alcohol is rarely not on your mind when you have an addiction problem, uh, they're not open. they they, they have gone to online and online, uh, AA meetings just do not work for me. I can remember many a time I sat in an AA online meeting with a glass of wine in my hand. So, uh, online meetings don't work for me. I, I really need it. I need the, I need people. I need people to look at me. I need to see their faces. I need to identify with them. I can name everyone who was in the room in my very first meeting in November 2018. They became very, very important to me during that time for me to quit drinking the, the first time in November 2018. I got a really nice uh, feedback letter from uh, Jacob out in Idaho. He sent me a letter about uh, one of the reasons that we all feel so uncomfortable right now. What is it? How? What can we put? It? Can we put a, a name on it? Can we can define? Can we define it somehow? Uh, it was talking about the five stages of grief. Okay, so the five stages of grief by Kubler Ross. They've been around for a long, long time, but they do they do give a framework. For this feeling, this disconnectedness, this feeling that you're walking through life and you're not really even alive right now at this moment, you're just stunned. I often t- use the term dystonia. I'm just in a dystonic state. I'm not really, I'm not really pulsing. I'm not really functioning the way I should be. I'm, I'm off. My function is off. My tuning is off. So the five stages of uh, of grief that Kubler Ross talks about can be applied to our situation here in uh, in March of 2020. Number one, shock and denial. No way. How could this have happened? Shock. It, will, it is not happening. My wife was in denial for the first two weeks of March. Uh, it, she's just coming to the realization, the shock and the denial. Everyone has, has gone through this stage or is in this stage right now of this uh, terrible pandemic then there's the pain and the guilt what could i have done differently how could i have changed things maybe i should have saved more money i should have put more money in the bank i should have had more food in the in the uh, pantry i should have bought toilet paper there's pain there's guilt and then comes anger and bargaining how dare this continue why is this continuing to happen I will give anything. There's the bargaining. I will trade anything. I will give up all my bad habits for this to end. I will start to run every day. I will start to eat better. I will be nicer to my children. I will work harder at work. The bargaining. Anything to stop this from continuing. Once you've done bargaining, once your anger has caused you to lose sleep and to be so upset, Then the depression sets in, in. depression, reflection, loneliness. That's where I was for a few days this week, sitting in my garage, trying to have some, some quietness from the other people in my home, and then just sitting there, staring off into space through my garage door, out into the big world, the empty street in front of me, and just laying there feeling lonely, reflecting on everything that had gone on, feeling depressed about everything and then comes acceptance and acceptance i think is where a lot of people are now not everyone of course i don't even think i'm there yet but this acceptance and that's when you're starting to see everyone giving out those little TikTok videos and saying everyone stay home and and kids putting signs in the windows that are saying stay home everybody it's for everybody's sake that's the the acceptance part of it you accept that this is the situation you start to live within these limitations you start to live within these limitations and you've accepted this new, this new reality, this new reality that we are living in now that no one could even imagine a year ago. If you had said to somebody a year ago that in, at, by the end of March, everybody in North America and almost everybody in Europe and almost everybody in the world is going to be locked down in their homes with no reason why. And yet here we are. You would have bet any amount of money that that could never happen to a free society like Canada, a free society like the United States. You would have you would have said I was a conspiracy theorist. You would have said that I was completely wrong. You would have said that I was an asshole. And yet here we are in a reality that nobody, nobody could have predicted and everybody is now living within. So the final stage of, uh, of Kubler-Ross, the sixth stage, it was added afterwards the the five were the most common taught through school taught in colleges and universities the sixth stage was added later by kubler-ross and that stage is finding meaning in it all and i think we are all going to go into that stage but it's not going to be for a while it's going to be it's going to take a while for us to figure out what this was all about what kind of meaning it had how it affected our lives and how we move forward from it. So think about where you are on this scale, okay, because I think everybody in the world is somewhere on this scale. Shock and denial, pain and guilt, anger and bargaining, depression, reflection, loneliness, acceptance, and then finding meaning. Why did we go through it better at the end? What is worse at the end? What did it all mean? So we're all in the different stages of grief right now. I firmly believe that. And uh, as we as we move through them, we should move them through them together with kindness, with gratitude, helping our neighbors. Even in the fact that I, I I still have so many questions about this pandemic, I still have to do my part to be part of the community. And give that community support to everyone around me. My wife has been busy making masks, like I mentioned last week. I think she's made 150 masks so far. Uh, it's been a wonderful project for her. I've tried to do things around the house, tried to keep things uh, clean. I started to paint my garage, uh, although I was warned, I was warned that it was too cold. But i got a i got a half a wall done anyway and then i'm going to wait for a little warmer weather because it is uh it is cold. It it's just hard on the hands to paint when it's cold Yeah. what else did i do i made a macrame bracelet um i've been reading a little bit more uh, and i've been trying to uh come to an understanding of what's going on so i am going to give my opinions on what i think is going on with a number of things i want to stress to you right now that uh, and i really kind of did my my regular i see old people talk before all of this because i I only want my regulars to hear this if someone just tuned in and they're already bored by my voice and by my ideas and by what i'm talking about then i'm glad that they've clicked off by now but i think that uh my friends in idaho and in kansas and maryland and virginia ontario france i think maybe that uh I just want to share what I've been reading, okay? I'm not going to endorse any of these. I'm just going to share some of the things that I've been reading about about this illness. I already talked about it, the fact that I thought it was two-pronged. The first one is quite mild, so it goes through community spread. Everyone gets infected with it. You you, uh, become infected with it, or somehow it reacts again a second time. The second time is the more deadly time. Uh, The hydroxyquine. Excuse me, I'm going to have a little sip of my vitamin C here. <coughs> okay. The hydroxyquine looks like it's very, very promising. It's been used in some uh, hospitals in the United States. It's been approved in France. It's showing incredible results. Uh, it could be the game changer. It could be the uh, game changer. It's a well-known drug. Everyone knows the side effects of it. It's been around to treat malaria for years and years. It could be one of the reasons that there's not a lot of deaths in India and in Africa because they use this malaria drug quite regularly there. Everything I'm saying is just things that I've been reading, okay? I am not an immunologist. I'm not endorsing each one of these. I am just simply sharing them with you so that you can understand where my head is, what I've been reading for the last month. I do think that China lied. I mentioned that last week as well. I think the numbers are much, much higher. I think they could be anywhere in the range from a hundred thousand dead in China to two or three million dead in China. They're show the urns are showing up in China now. It's very very important in the orient uh, Oriental uh, societies to uh, take care of the elders, especially even after they've died. They they respect them. They want them. They want those urns. They want their remains. The lineups for the remains, the tons and tons of urns that have shown up in China, have shown that China lied regarding how many people have died. And if China lied, if there were uh, even say 100,000 dead as opposed to the 3,000 that they are saying, then that bodes very, very poorly for the United States and Canada. Unfortunately, the United States and Canada are countries full of people with um, metabolic syndrome, uh, overweight, diabetic, um, obesity, diabetes, chronic diseases, uh, chronic lung problems, chronic heart disease problems. So the comorbidities, the actual uh, the people who are actually dying from this disease, okay the people who are actually dying from this disease are usually very very ill to begin with. They have comorbidities. and unfortunately, the United States and Canada, has a terrible chronic health problem. People are very, very ill, a lot of heart disease, a lot of uh, obesity, a lot of problems. So uh, I, I worry that if the numbers are high in China, which I think they are, that the numbers could become very, very high in the United States as well. But again, I put hope on this hydrochloroquine. I've been telling everybody for, the entire month. In fact, I started telling people in February to start taking vitamin C. Vitamin C is being shown to uh, help. It's It, it helps to prohi- uh, prohibit the issue from starting. It helps you to stay healthy. Uh, vitamin C has been good for viral problems forever. Everyone since Linus Pauling has ta- been talking about vitamin C. Vitamin C is good. Use vitamin C. Eat oranges if you can only get oranges. Take vitamin C tablets if you can get them. I I use effervescent vitamin C I also have a a small small amount of um, just scoop vitamin C ascorbic acid just scoop it out and and you mix it into some water so um, I don't have much of that but I do have some of that if I run out of my effervescent so keep on with the vitamin c it's very very important so now i'm going to talk about two of the most controversial things i've read about and these are the things that really turn people off as soon as you mention them because people cannot believe that it could be possible but no one would have believed that it would be possible that we would all be locked in our homes a month ago but here we are okay the first one 5g i get a lot i see a lot of chatter about 5g it seems like wuhan province is like one of the most densely 5g now 5G is is a cellular tower. It's a new. It's the next wave. It's the fifth generation of cell towers. It uses a very very high frequency microwave. That microwave is, uh, has has been already been shown to be harmful to humans, pe- humans and animals. Uh, Wuhan province had the highest concentration of 5G. Uh, Wuhan province is the epicenter of this this problem. Uh, so 5G also was very, very extensive in uh, Lombardy province in Italy and also in Iran. Iran was already to turn on 5G. Okay, They were saying it was not activated, but I can almost guarantee that the clergy and the political parties in Iran were using 5G. So the 5G was there. That was another area that started very, very quickly. New York State, California, the highest concentrations of 5G in the United States. And here's the kicker. Seattle, Washington is one of the high, uh, high zones for 5G. And Seattle, Washington is one of the epicenters for it. So there seems to be some connection between once you have the infection and then you're exposed to 5G, the 5G either accelerates it, it speeds it up, it shakes it up, it makes something happen that causes you to become much more morbid, become much more chance of dying. So there's that connection. It's talked about a lot. It's also uh, slammed a lot and said, of course, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. The other one is the flu vaccination. This one should get an uproar as well from everybody. The flu vaccine, it seems people who have had the flu vaccine are hypersensitive. They are much, much more sensitive. They are much, much more sensitive than other people so the flu vaccine seems to accelerate it so people who have got the flu vaccine be even more careful of, ge- of getting this disease okay again never not been proven they need to start to show some studies all they need to do is is take a survey a post-mortem survey was this person vaccinated with the flu was this person not vaccinated with the flu that's as simple as that but there's something to do with the flu vaccine okay so comorbidities the flu vaccine 5g i mean all of these things even talking about them i'm worried about the backlash and you'll notice i'm not going to tag this at all with the name of this disease because i want to make sure that the people who are listening to this can actually hear it so i want to talk about the worst scenario and the best scenario and these are the things again that i'm just reading I'm I'm finding uh, as I'm reading all the time, or I've got all this time in the world to read. So best case scenario is that uh, this hydrochloroquine is going to work, this this genie is going to be put back in the bottle, this evil genie is going to be put back in the bottle, and uh, we're going to get this thing under control. We're going to get our economy up and running again, and we're going to get back to work. I don't believe that we should be hiding from viruses. I've stated this many, many times. Viruses do cause a lot of havoc. Uh, we cannot avoid them. We cannot, we cannot destroy them. They are all around us. There are more of them than there are of us. We have to learn to live with them, and that's taking care of the terrain, taking care of the body, taking care of yourself, taking care of yourself mentally, physically, having the strongest immune system you can possibly have. I don't know about you, my loyal listeners, but I have heard no talk about strengthening the immune system. And every action that they are asking us to do is destroying our immune system. Stay inside. Eat this processed garbage at drive-thru. Don't communicate. Don't touch each other. Don't go near your family or friends. Don't go to church. Don't go to your community center. These things are all have a negative impact on your immune system. So the one thing that nobody is talking about in this whole crisis is strengthening your immune system. Well, I am. Get out, get moving, get walking, get running if you can run, eat well, drink plenty of water, drink drink vitamin C, and get ready to fight this thing instead of cowering in your home waiting for it to come for you. You're stronger than that. You can beat it. So the worst case scenario, I don't even want to talk about. Honestly, I don't want to even say it, okay? Because the worst case scenario is beyond comprehension and I refuse to believe that our world could fall into it. So God bless every one of you for listening. Stay strong. Remember, we are strong. We have a strong immune system. We can fight a virus. This virus will not beat us, not the human race, not us. It's not going to beat us. All right, I'm worried that the internet is going to be off as of tomorrow. I'm quite concerned that we're going to go into a period of time where there's going to be no internet and I'm not going to be able to broadcast. If we can broadcast, if the internet is working, if Podbeam is still functioning, I will be broadcasting next week again on Tuesday. April 7th, I will be back. If I can broadcast through this method but other social media apps are down, I will try to do a broadcast on a daily basis and just keep you updated in other parts of the world on what's going on here in Ontario, on what's happening in Norfolk County, Ontario, and at least you could put it in perspective to what's happening within your community. Okay, if you've listened to the end, like always, I love you, thank you, take care, wear a mask, keep your hands covered, keep your arms below your shoulders, don't touch your face, don't touch your eyes, your nose, your ears, or your mouth. Keep your hands down. It's very important, okay? Stay safe, stay alive. We'll see you NT. See you next Tuesday. This has been Dr. Bruce from the Icy Old People podcast.